Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is a cook-along podcast, Quick Bite. I'm married to a Sicilian. Well, half Irish, but the Irish parent had to get good at cooking Sicilian and Italian foods in a hurry, or be a disappointment to her in-laws. You know, they'd have thought she was not good enough for their boy. Some foods are traditional staples in any Italian family, like pasta and red sauce, then each family is likely to have their favorites and specialties. I'm married into two important family recipes, manicotti and cannoli. The manicotti is not something I make myself. It's a three-part recipe. The homemade pasta shells, which are interesting. They're made like pancakes rather than rolled pasta. So it makes them really delicate and tender the filling, and the meat sauce. I've been known to help with the pasta making and rolling it up to hold the contents, but I leave the rest to the family expert. It's a big project. Last weekend, after almost 17 years together, we attempted the making of cannoli for the first time. Cannoli is a dessert, a crispy, deep-fried shell with crackly raised bubbles and a cinnamony slightly exotic smell which gets filled with a smooth delicately flavored ricotta cream the open ends of the tube where the filling oozes out are often dipped in toasted ground nuts or chopped chocolate in my partner's large family making cannoli shells is a an all hands on deck all day affair I've not been in on this process, but tales are told. As I understand it, all the branches of the family bring their own version of the dough for the shells, and then they work as a team to roll and fry everybody's dough and then carefully package the crisp shells for transport home. And everybody takes home their own cannoli. The cannoli is made from the dough that they brought. We live on the opposite side of the country from the other cannoli makers in the family, and we've both felt too intimidated by both the trickiness and the sort of grand scale of the process to try making them on our own. 
However, while spending a long weekend with a couple of friends, at their request, we finally faced down our fears and made our first batch. Having reinforcements and a little wine for each of the cooks made it a little less intimidating. (laughs) The project was fascinating. I learned a lot of things I'd had no clue about. First off, the shells are, as you might imagine, mostly flour with eggs, a little sugar, a little cinnamon, and some liquid. The liquid, in this case, is wine. It's an unusual wine we don't often drink in this country called Marsala, which is a white, um, actually kind of golden wine that tastes a little like dry sherry, only richer and more nuanced, maybe. My mother-in-law doesn't work hard to find this because it can be tricky and probably expensive. Our friends took care of supplying it, so I don't know for sure. And she uses whatever red wine is on hand instead. And the family seems to find that fine. I've not been in her kitchen during the cannoli making, so I have no comparison. But the Marsala wine turned the dough a gorgeous dark caramel color and the smell of that wine in the dough with the cinnamon is wondrous the dough needs to be refrigerated after it's made we did it overnight i think for the gluten to develop because wow i've never seen dough this stretchy when you roll it out and cut it into squares it pulls back into itself like a living organism shrinking the squares in front of your eyes. It reminds me of a snail or a slug when it gets touched and shrinks away from you. Or an anemone in a tide pool that you touch. Not an appetizing comparison. I know that, but apt. We were all a little shocked by the dough moving so fast and so far. It was a little jaw-dropping. The next thing I learned is that these shells which should be delicate enough to break when you bite into them, are very persnickety. You think you've rolled the dough out super thin, and then after you cook it, when you pull it out of the hot oil, you find you have something heavy and clunky. A lot of experiments got left by the wayside as we figured this out. It's not that we didn't have clear instructions from my mother-in-law, But she was verbally communicating some things that really need to be seen and handled to truly understand. And she kind of said that. We talked on the phone before we tried to make this recipe. She pretty much forewarned us that it would take us a while and that we'd know it when we got it. (laughs) We discovered that the dough has to be rolled so thin that you can literally read the words on the silicone rolling mat through it crazy thin. Then you cut it in small squares or circles and roll it around six inch long rods, which are about maybe an inch in diameter, maybe a little more than that. We had commercially made metal ones, but the family gatherings use pieces of broomsticks that were cut into short sticks decades ago. And you seal the ends together around the rod to make a tube out of the dough. We started the sealing process using a finger dampened with water. So many of the tubes came unrolled during frying that we started using egg whites 
And finally, we were dipping our fingers into a whole whisked egg to get them to actually stick closed during frying. My mother-in-law may have the magic touch to do it with water, but we did not. We also started out not cooking the shells long enough to brown. Lost a lot of them that way, too, because they were doughy or soft rather than crisp. And like I said, they should just sort of crackle when you bite into them. We'd used probably a third of the dough up before we got down to a system that actually worked. You drop the dough-wrapped rods in hot oil, roll them around till the dough browns, and then you slide the rod out of the dough tube so the inside can brown, removing the empty rods from the pot, and you put them in the fridge to cool down for the next batch. This, it turns out, was a really tricky process since the rods are metal, coated in oil, and very slippery. Once the cannoli are ready, you gently hook them out of the oil with tongs and set them on paper towels to dry. A small side note, by the way, I had thought cannoli was singular and cannolis was plural, but it turns out that cannoli is plural and the singular form is cannolo. I've never heard anybody say that word. Maybe because nobody eats just one cannolo and therefore it's always cannoli. The filling itself was easy and we tried the family version one night and an experiment the second night because there were way too many shells to eat in one sitting. The family recipe makes, oh, three to four dozen, and we could only eat two to three apiece. The family recipe for the filling is just drained ricotta with honey, cinnamon, nutmeg, finely chopped chocolate, powdered sugar, and a little whiskey, with the filled ends dipped in ground toasted almonds. Yum. We decided to mess with the filling on the second night and replaced half the ricotta with mascarpone, which is an unsalted, unsweetened Italian cream cheese. It's just the creaminess like cream cheese, but a little bit lighter and smoother. We kept the cinnamon, nutmeg, and the whiskey and replaced the chopped chocolate with minced citron, which is like gummy fruit candy made from citrus peel. Mostly we did that because my friends had that on hand and it seemed easier than candying orange peel, which was something we'd seen in an online recipe. Then we dipped the ends of the filled cannoli in chopped pistachios, which is more traditional than ground almonds. If you look online, you'll see a lot of cannolis that get dipped in pistachios, and I don't know that you'll find any in the almonds. That's a particular family thing for the family I married into. Like I said, every family tends to develop its own flavor profile for their favorite Italian foods. The finishing touch of the cannolis is a dusting of powdered sugar to sweeten and decorate the filled shells. Holy smoke, was that good. Not the citron so much, which was fine, but unremarkable. I think the candied orange peel would have been better. But the mix of mascarpone and ricotta, wowza. So creamy, so smooth, so perfect. I don't know how else to put it. Now I have to go back with that mixture and do the rest the way my mother-in-law does with grated chocolate and toasted almonds. Interestingly, my partner is eager to try that as well. There's usually a sort of 
muted outrage and a, a lot of discouragement when I suggest modifying a family recipe in some way. But we're both on board for this creamy upgrade. Both versions were goopy and messy, lightly spiced and creamy, crispy and sweet. We won't be making shells again anytime soon because we have a couple dozen of them in our freezer from this batch. That's like the best thing ever because the filling is no fuss and fast to make, which makes a homemade, authentic, Italian, exotic, and delicate dessert only moments from my mouth. I will not be podcasting the recipe for my mother-in-law's cannoli because it's way too long and complex. If, however, you are dying to try making this yourself, contact me through the cookalongpodcast.com webpage or you can email me at cindy at the cookalongpodcast.com and I'll send you a copy of the recipe that I've annotated with the things I learned last week. You can have a copy of my mother-in-law's authentic Sicilian cannoli in your house and you can play with it to your heart's content. Tune in next week for a new lemon cookie recipe and two weeks from today for another quick bite. Tell a friend about the Cook Along podcast today. Challenge yourself and just do it. And until next time, happy cooking. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.